And now, a Blaze Media podcast. Coming to a city near you soon. Hello, Clark's Cops. Oh, someone's breaking into your house right now? Okay. So for two cops to show up to defend you, just to be there with a president with sirens is $79.97. Do you want them to be armed? Okay, that's another $149.97. And I need to pay $79.97 for each cop that shows up to your house. That's two cop minimum. Uh, so it's about $160. So totally you're looking at $497.97 for a cop, two cops to come there and, and assist you. And it goes on. Capitalism will survive. Now, I will say that's a TikTok video from Reality Check 2020. It's funny. I'll share it on my Facebook page, no problem. But I'm just telling you, capitalism will survive if you can afford it. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. All right, morning. Actually, there were multiple earthquakes, but the big one was 7-8 off the southern uh, Alaskan coast. 7-8, that's a strong earthquake. I mean, I've felt threes here, two point something, almost threes here in Texas. 7-8, that's doing some shaking. Now, there was some damage, and there was a tsunami warning. Now, when it was going on, now, obviously, uh, the tsunami warning has been canceled. For those of you that have family members, in Alaska. But they were warning people. Right? I mean, people were tweeting the sounders. Helicopters flying over. People were going to the shelters. I believe was the high school and uh, scary for the people that live there. Right. So um, there were also more than 20 aftershocks uh, that followed the 7.8 and, you know, ranging, you know, for all sizes, 2.8 to 6.1 uh, aftershocks uh, still doing some shaking. So uh, if you're in that, don't you have family members that live there? Chris Cruz. I do. I got a sister. She lives in Anchorage, Alaska. She was texting me, but I was sleeping, so I didn't see them until I woke up. But I think oh, she's so okay. Care. She could be. She could be swept off in the tsunami by now. Yep. And but it was funny though because I ha- I follow a reporter from Alaska. He, I follow him because he's a good photographer. And man, he was telling me off the air, you know, like private DM, like people were freaking the hell out. Yeah, we saw that. From, I mean, those those tweets that we played the audio from, I mean, those people were, were scared. And it was going to go, like, I know Alaska is not that big, but it showed That's to go all day. the way, like, in the middle of Alaska. The warning was from the little islands all the way to, like, almost the middle of Alaska. Yeah. And Alaska is not little. Alaska is a big Alaska's freaking little. state. Alaska's There's little. just not a lot of people. You know I mean? And the people are pretty... Uh, Pretty together, right? Where there's where you go beyond this, where there's people, there's people, nice. and then there's you know a lot of larger way, area. These people look no normal. People. I thought like Alaska was full of like indigenous people. These are just normal people. <laughs> I'm looking yeah. at all these videos and they'll look normal. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Well, you know they've taken the regular 
the regular white folk has taken over. And I'm I'm waiting to see the little Eskimos with the hoodies and the dogs. All I see is oh, a yeah. Ford. One, two, couple of Fords there. I know. I see some. I was actually, I was actually kind of surprised. I don't know why. I'm with you. When I first saw the, yeah. when I first saw the tweets this morning. I'm like, wait. Like, that's okay, so Alaska? this, so this one, this looks like. Look, there's one, two, three, four, five. A minivan at the corner. Where's the snow? And this two-story house with AC units. Where's the Eskimo guy with all the fish? All the movies we watch about Alaska, there's a there's an older man with fish on his on his spear walking around, and the sled dogs. There's no snow. There's grass. Like global warming. It's kind of sucks. right. It's at, it's at nighttime too, and it's still kind of light out. It looks like it looks, Hawaii. It looks like a nice evening. It looks like Hawaii. Yeah. You tell me, hey, there was a tsunami warning. This is from Hawaii. I believe you. I would have too. Actually, that's hilarious. That's so funny, but. Anyway, I mean, no, no, seriously, nothing in this says this was Alaska. This is fake news. Oh, okay. Well, there was no, uh, maybe that's why there was, you know, there were no reports early on of major structural damage. Maybe that's because it didn't actually happen. I mean, okay. And they're, you know, they're claiming that there was a tsunami warning and they sounded the alarms, but, you know, then it was like, oh, no, never mind. That's not going to happen. Which, by the way, after seeing this video, I kind of believe in global warming now. Really? Yeah. Seriously, Jeffy. Wow. Okay, I'm going to play the video one more time for you. I want you to look at the screen. Where do you see the snow? Where do you see the Eskimos? Where do you see the, the Huskies, the, the sled dogs? There's a helicopter flying. Bunch of Fords. Yeah, does does Ford? There's no little shack. No. Does Ford sponsor Alaska? Because, dude, is that everybody has a Ford over there? I guess so. Anyway, maybe that's the only car they can get up in there. I don't know. That's but, good for Ford. So everything is good, and uh, your sister is fine. I don't think she's awake yet. What time is it? Yeah, she's not she awake. Yet. She was texting you during the. Yeah, she. The last text was uh, maybe she's not okay because her last text was at uh, two thirty-five local time, central time, and she texted me the tsunami alert that came on her cell phone. Oh, here, Jeffy, you might like this. This is the tsunami alert that went to her iPhone. Blah okay. blah 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 blah. Tsunami warning: A series of powerful waves and strong currents may impact coasts near you. You are in danger get away wow. from the coastal waters move to high ground or inland yeah. now keep away from the coast until local officials say it is safe to return yeah that's what those people in the tweets were doing i mean they were headed to shelters and they were trying to get to high they ground not. And they then, were just chilling and, in then, front of the and then it was like uh, okay never mind they were chilling at the porch like the guy with the <laughs> chilling in front of his ford just saying okay Oh, no, I, that was high ground. Oh, that was high ground. Oh, okay. He was, he was filming at high ground. He was already ground. at Duh. high ground. Duh, people were coming to him. Aren't you high ground? Yes, I'm high ground. Here, smoke this. Wait, you sound yeah. so racist right now. No. Yeah, it's, no, no, no. Why no, do you sound, hold on. Why did of... you sound like an Indian right now? Like, here, peace pipe, smoke it now. Like, what was all that? Different type of high ground. A different type of high ground. When you get it, you'll laugh. 
So uh, a couple of quick questions. Uh, Quick uh, headline, so you know a little bit about what's going on around the country. I will say uh, President Trump quoted chewing the fat, uh, i.e. me, uh, yesterday, and I'm a little ticked that he didn't uh, say, uh, uh, quoting Jeff Fisher from chewing the fat, he just said it like, oh, I could just say it without giving uh, proper acknowledgement. Uh, things are going to get worse before it gets better. Hello? Who's been saying that since, I don't know, before day one? Uh, me and this program. So, uh, Mr. President, I would like a little acknowledgement from the White House today. We have uh, Houston uh, saying that uh, the consulate, uh, the Chinese consulate, uh, get out. Okay. We're going to charge uh, two Chinese men with trying to steal COVID 19 research. According to news reports, and, and I, I didn't click on it because I really. I don't want to see it because it'll make me mad. But uh, the consulate had trash cans full of burning documents last night. <laughs> so, I mean, we should have been able to get to those, right? Oh, wait, that's Chinese property, their land? Oh, okay, never mind. Uh, we got the news also that uh, Broadway, uh, this is... I. I I hate to do this to you off the, so I just wanted to prepare yourself. Get your, get your Kleenexes out or your, use your mask if you've got one with you to dry your eyes. But Broadway, Broadway is now going to remain dark until at least 2021. I know. I know. I'm sad too. And, you know, maybe Disney can stream some more plays and we can be happy. But right now, uh, there will be no Broadway until at least the beginning of next year. Dry your eyes. You okay now? Okay. Now we can talk a little bit about uh, celebrities and going crazy. Uh, we have uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. We have uh, Elon Musk involved in the Depp-Amber Heard case. We have Britney Spears. Uh, back in the news again, you know, she's been back in the news for a while now because of her, the conservatorship, uh, hanging tough. So apparently she may make an appearance in court today to say, uh, I want control of, I don't know, my own money and my own business affairs and tell my mom and my dad, cause dad's got it now. Mom has been asking for it. I mean, they all want a piece of the pie. I don't care if she's whacked out of her mind dancing around in little pink shorts which she is doing, uh, not that I follow her on Instagram. It's her, it's her money. Let her be, let her do what she wants with it. My gosh. I mean, I appreciate everything you've done dad for yourself, but, uh, maybe you let your daughter, you know, go out on her own. Now you've taken quite a bit from her over the years. We also got, uh, we got, uh, an update from uh, Kim, uh, you know, KKW, Kim Kardashian West, uh, she uh, has posted some stories on Instagram talking about uh, Kanye and his uh, mental issues. And she says that she felt she needed to comment due to the stigma and misconceptions about mental health. And she's never really spoken about her husband's mental health before, but out of protectiveness for their children. And West privacy, she felt like she needed to comment. Those that understand mental illness or even compulsive behavior know that the family is 
powerless until the member, unless the member is a minor. People who are unaware or far removed from this experience can be judgmental and not understand that the individual themselves have to engage in the process and getting help no matter how hard family and friends try. Kardashian went on to say that while she understands how, as a public figure, West's actions can cause strong opinions and emotions, those close to the rapper know that his isolation is heightened by his bipolar disorder and his words sometimes don't align with his intentions. She also emphasized that his diagnosis does not invalidate his creativity or genius. Hmm. We as a society talk about giving grace the issue of mental health as a whole. However, we should also give it to the individuals who are living with it in times when they need it most. I kindly ask that the media and public give us the compassion and empathy that is needed so that we can get through this. Now, I'm guessing, and this is just a guess, that they'll get through this after the album drops on Friday. <laughs> so be sure to, sure to pick up the album. That uh, drops on Friday, and then everything will be fine. Kanye will be back on his meds, and everything will be okay. And we have the Depp Amber Heard trial uh, still going. More stuff comes out of that trial every freaking day. A couple of weird people, uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. But we also found out, like we heard, she said, you know, he hit her, and he says she hit me. And then we get audio that shows her, or at least you hear her hitting Johnny. Uh, you know, it's, it's a it's a really weird and strange couple between Amber and Johnny. Now, I will say that Amber said he always, you know, was after me, worried about me cheating and betraying him. And then we find out that uh, Elon, I'm sorry otherwise known as Rocket Man on her phone, uh, Elon Musk was uh, all about uh, Amber Heard and really was uh, taking care. I don't know. What's that called? What is that called if you're married and then you have a, a relationship with someone who's not married outside of your marriage? Is that an affair? Yeah, that's what it is. That's right. So uh, there have a bunch of text messages between the two of them, between Elon and Amber. And uh, it's really, really strange. Um, you know, they in the end, it shows Elon really, really was kind of in love with her. Uh, but she said, hey, I had the locks changed, legal divorce filing tomorrow, a restraining order, all of that. <laughs> WTF. But you're okay, right? Is there anything I could do? This coming from Rocket Man. Uh, I'm happy to engage 24-7 security for you. If you'd like, it'd be utterly confidential. Uh, all that is irrelevant to why I stopped talking to you. Wait, what? I know, says Rocket Man. And the offer would stand even if you never wanted to see me again. Anyway, sorry for being an idiot. The radio silence hurt a lot. It only matters because I really like you. That was Elon. I mean, Rocket Man. She replies, yeah, hence why I was so affected by your text the other night. Look, some things are hard to text. I'm here if you want to ring. What? 
Rocket Man will do. So I guess maybe they Rocket Man gave her a ring and uh you know they worked out that strange radio silence that was going on between Elon and Amber. Okay. All right. I mean, why would Johnny Depp think there was anything going on with his wife when there was something going on with his wife? Right? <laughs> and it was a drug-filled, alcohol-filled, crazy, I'll tell you that from the very beginning. It was really, really weird. So uh, there should be some really good other material coming from the Now, uh, you know, Elon is a different, isn't that rocket man, isn't the Elton rocket man, but he is a rocket man, right? I mean, I'm guessing that she's, you know, calling him rocket man because of, you know, SpaceX. Uh, I mean, it could be that she's calling him rocket man because, you know, he, you know, shoots on on fire. Uh, He's like a rocket, just... here alone uh, classic stuff I mean these people are what's the word I'm looking for crazy no out of their minds no to raise your kids alright we'll be right back Welcome to uh, the Chewing the Fat and the Break Room. I need a I need a drink of something cold. I'll tell you that desperately. Oh man, so good. So we talk about travel uh, a, a lot on Chewing the Fat, and one of the things that we've focused on, especially during uh, the pandemic. is uh, the airline travel and how clean uh, the airlines are keeping. We know that in the past, it appeared that they let some of the uh, cleaning, well, go a little bit. You know, they counted on me to pick up after myself before leaving, and they only cleaned the plane ever so often. But I wanted to find out for sure. Uh, Fran Hume uh, is... uh, an expert on airplane interior solutions. I believe I'm an expert on that as well, personally. Now, have I have I founded and directed uh, Aviation RFI? No. Do I have decades of experience? Well, yes, I do, but not like Fran. Fran, welcome to Chewing the Fat. How are you? Thank you. I'm very well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. So what is it, as an expert on airline interior solutions, what, what, what do you do? What do you do? <laughs> 
Well, um, our company, my husband um, goes back ooh, about 35 years. Um, he actually does wait, work currently for um, a major airline, has done it for all his life. Uh, and our company, he also has input into that, obviously. And I basically focus on interiors. And I we, we contract ourselves out to um, airlines and other um, aviation companies um, on different projects. And they could be anything from... Right a seating project to um, a technical project. Yeah, so let's, uh, before I get to the, the cleaning, and I do want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, what's going to happen now during, uh, you know, pandemic world, because the airlines have already stated that, look, they're going to, you know, people are going to lose their jobs and they're going to, you know, planes are going to be parked along the side of the highway if they don't get three or four times the amount of travelers through the TSA checkpoints. And mm. that's not going to happen. It's just not. It's just not going to happen by the first of the year, right? I mean, we're already five times less, four times less than what it was a year ago. Yes. I mean, yes. there's no way. It, it's impossible. They're ne they're never going to get back to those numbers before the uh, first of the year. No, um, I um, wouldn't be an expert on numbers, that's for sure. But I do know um, firsthand. Um, that um, numbers are steadily increasing. Um, mm. Some airlines are bringing are bringing some airlines back out. They've also been using um, their aircraft that are packed um, for freight to try and keep their money coming in, obviously. Um, but, you know, the other perception is that, um, you know, with all due respect, um, some media at the early onset of this COVID-19 um, have not um, been fair to to the to the oh end. no a lot of negative information out there, and really it is affecting the passengers. The passengers don't necessarily know how safe airlines are um, or aircraft are actually safe to fly because you know the the media says one thing in some respects, and the and the airlines are doing everything they can to make it perfectly safe as possible. I mean, the 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 steps that the aviation um, companies and the aviation and the and the airlines have put into place are pretty impressive. I mean, you know, there's all new technology now. There is um, there's antimicrobial antimicrobial products um, right. which um, stay on surfaces and fabric for some time um, to stop germs and, and viruses attaching themselves to surfaces and seats and things. And that's it's, the spray that they're putting out of the planes, right? I mean, that's the, yeah, the spray, that, yeah. spray that they're going in. But is that, that's not happening between every flight. Um, airlines are doing it differently. And you don't have to put those particular surface sprays on between every flight because they do last some time. But between yeah. flights, they have got intensive cleaning. I mean, to the point where... Um, you know, they've put new divisions into place, some of these airlines. You're talking about American Airlines, United Airlines, Delta Airlines. They have put some significant expense and investment into new divisions just for cleaning purposes alone. I mean, American no. Airlines, for example, this morning, again, have announced another um, initiative, as have United Airlines. And they're now looking at putting um, touchless kiosks into airports. So everyone is looking at this no top, no touch and non-transferable virus um, germs, if you want. Now, you know, we, the airlines are doing a remarkable job of keeping it safe in the air. Um, what the, the main problem is that this information isn't necessarily going to the general public, the public no. who are actually flying. Part of the other so, problem is, is that there's no place to fly to. 
you know, that's fine. I could be comfortable flying on an airplane going somewhere. I just don't want to go there. Yeah. No, I I understand. Yeah. And 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 you're seeing all these varying numbers every day. I mean, you know, people are getting um, given inaccurate information too, which isn't helping the airlines because it's scaring people away. And, you know, they, they need to, the airlines are doing a great job. They have their websites. I encourage people to go to these airlines' websites, read the information themselves, get that correct information. And, um, and, and, the, and some parts of the media really do need to stop scaremongering. Honestly, it's safer to fly in an airplane than it is to go at the supermarket. And that is a fact. I have flown so many companies, so many companies, and I and I understand what you're saying, and I and I and I appreciate it. And the airlines are doing the you know the best that they can to make it uh, safe, and, and really always have. They may not, you know, we we've joked around about uh, you know breathing the air in uh, airplanes. Uh, you know, I'm sure that they the airline would disagree and say that their filters are great, and you know, there's no one has ever caught a drop of a cold from our filters. I get that. Right. I understand it. And, you know, for a long time though, we, you know, they, and they keep it as clean as they can. And, and I know that, and, and we use that, but you know, they, as no matter what now they are part of a struggling, uh, struggling industry because of what's happening outside of their peripheral. I mean, they have nothing to do with it. Right. I mean, the States are saying, don't come here. If you're coming from this state, uh, countries are saying don't come here. So, I mean, it's still a long road for them to get back. Yes, yes, it is. And I agree. And the ongoing costs for these um, airlines are huge, massive. And yeah. um, uh, even though they have bailout money from government and things, I mean, just to, for an example, when these airlines um, park their um, aircraft on the side of runways or they put them into storage, there's a huge cost. There's a huge cost to those. Now, um, the cost of maintaining those aircraft that are oh, yeah, hoping to be ready to fly, they have to have the engines turned every few days to make sure that everything's working correctly. Even if when they're not flying and they haven't got this revenue, um, it's just not the it's just not the aircraft that are flying that's the problem. It's also the ones on the ground. So they have massive ongoing costs. I understand. I, you know, I, that makes, uh, of course, that makes a you know a huge amount of sense. Now. One of the things that I saw as I, you know, I was looking through uh, some of the notes uh, before I talked to you. They talked about uh, it. Talked about uh, w- purifying the air in the airplanes. Now, for years, and I know you're gonna, you know, we, you're gonna, you've already beat up a lot of those people putting false information out there. <laughs> for years, the airlines people, you know, claim that you know the air isn't recycled and uh, you know it's not clean. And you're here to tell me that that's not true, aren't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the fil- honestly, the, the, the HEPA filters on the aircraft themselves, these actually go way back, 25, 30 years, way back to where the 747 was flying regularly. And HEPA, H-E-P-A, actually stands for High Efficiency Particulate Air. Now, let's keep that simple. So, in other words, it's a very efficient air filter. I understand. Yeah, so people... I use one of... In fact, I have HEPA filters in my home. 
I know it's an amazing thing. There you go. So the people who are not familiar with aviation, and we all talk about it in the industry, but the people who want to fly the potential customers and the passengers need to understand how simply they work because it really is simple. So um, the systems on board, um, the, the, when they were originally designed, they were actually designed for operating theatres. That was their original intent of use. So um, the air systems were designed to be to, to literally filter out everything. So um, th what they've done now is um, these HEPA filters, um, they have been improved significantly, obviously, over the years since the 747s and things were used in operating theatres. And we but don't have people smoking on the planes anymore. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. But the, the airlines are now changing the filters constantly. They're not staying there as long as they used to either. But this is what happens on an aircraft. So the air comes through the air conditioning packs that go into the overhead cabins. Okay. And this air circulates and it actually goes out through the floor and through the outflow valves. Okay. So approximately, so that isn't being 100% recirculated all around that aircraft. Approximately only 10% of that air that comes through is actually recirculated through the HEPA filters and recirculate with the recirculated sorry, fans. So any virus, including COVID-19, airborne particles are so tiny, they're actually captured in these filters. Well, so and now we all have to wear masks anyway. So we're saying. I think that's a personal thing sitting next to you, the colleague next door. Honestly, that, that's what that's coming from. But the filters uh, are very, very efficient. And people need to understand that it, they're not, it's not constantly going through the air, dirty air. It's not dirty air. It's filtered. If that's true. Air. And I believe you. I believe what you're telling it's me. True. <laughs> if that's true, why are they forcing me to wear a mask then? Why are they coming, telling me I have to wear a mask? And if I walk up to the gate and say I can't wear a mask, they say, no, you can't fly on the airplane. But what's your name? What's your phone number? Where do you live? How much do you weigh? We're going to keep a track on you. Why? Look, um, I can't give you the answer because uh, I think okay. I, I'm not a medical okay. personal. I don't like wearing masks. Um, you know, I, I go out and about um, my business daily without wearing a mask. I respect uh, somebody on an airline you know um is it madness potentially do they cure can they stop you catching it too much information says yes or no do we really know no we don't it's you know they've been told this is what we have to they have to do unfortunately and and I and know, it's just I at the know. cost of the i understand so <laughs> uh, i'll talk to you a little bit more about fran here in a second but remember to subscribe to chewing the fat uh subscribe it's an easy thing to do. You go to the platform that warms the little cockles of your heart and you subscribe. Uh, either iTunes or Spotify. Sure, there's others, but most importantly, iTunes and Spotify. And subscribe to the podcast. All right. Uh, we talked uh, earlier, uh, some, sometime in the recent past, about uh, the numbers of visits to these websites. And Google is getting like 78 trillion visits a month. Um, that's just under what chewing the fat is getting. So I'd like to, you know, I'd like to give Google a run for their money. So subscribe to chewing the fat, uh, with Jeff Fisher. Now, Fran, I will say is a good example of wanting capitalism to work, right? She's got a good deal with the airlines. The airlines are really struggling and she's actually created some products that will hopefully make you feel safer when you fly. Uh, you know, look. People still are going to have to travel. I know they're dying, the airline industry. They're not dying. They're just struggling because people are, you know, 
if they have to travel somewhere, they don't know if they can't travel there. And if they have to travel there, they can't get out of there. I got to stay there for 14 days. It's a really strange place we're in as far as travel goes now. And that's, you know, in automobiles or airplanes. So, uh, you know, I know that they're all struggling big time, but I love the idea that capitalism works, man. Look, you want to get on a plane and you want to feel safe. We've got the products for you. And that is outstanding. And that my friends is what makes America great. So I see where, uh, the authorities are all happy about intercepting the drug shipment after John Wick reference tips them off. Uh, thanks to the uh, John Wick movies, uh, these Dingleberry drug smugglers uh, were trying to sneak their cocaine across the border and uh, you know coffee, uh, so that uh, you know John Wick two and three was uh, you know the the authorities went hey that uh, sounds like. Uh, Sounds like uh, what they called uh, the drugs in John Wick 2 and 3. Yeah, that's because what they did. So they followed it to uh, to a tobacco shop uh, in Florence, and uh, they busted the guy. Uh, there you go. Good job. Good job. So uh, they guessed that the beans had been sent from the Medellin, Colombia, to Malpensa Airport in Milan. And then uh, a uh, little under 4.5 pound package with 150 uh, grams of cocaine powder stuffed into uh, 500 beans. I mean, good idea. <laughs> uh, except, uh, no, you shouldn't have used the uh, John Wick language. But it did bring start me thinking about, uh, have you watched, and I think I talked about it before on Amazon, the 000? Uh, Amazon show on Amazon. It was awesome. And that's what it's about. It's about the, the shipment of cocaine and it's about the, the one shipment. And from the beginning to the end, it's about one shipment of, uh, this huge amount of cocaine from Mexico. And you cover the, you cover the cartels and who's, who's getting it ready for shipment, how it gets shipped and its destination and what happens to the people that are waiting for it, what happens to the people that are shipping it, what happens to the people that are getting it ready. That's a really fascinating show. And uh, if you get an opportunity to uh, see it, and it's like, you know, it's like a $60 million cocaine shipment from 000 when it goes from, uh, it's really, anyway, if you get a chance to watch it on Amazon Prime, uh, zero, zero, zero. It is uh, a big guy show. Uh, so just be ready for that. Okay. And it's more of a big guy show as far as violence. Uh, is there a lot of, there's not a lot of sex. This is, you know, some would say it's a little disappointing, but, uh, other don't, say, don't sound too disappointing over there. <laughs> no, I just say some would be hard. Well, there's not enough sex. If I had to go back and rewrite this story, I would add a couple of orgies and a couple of threesomes and foursomes and some stuff over there. I absolutely would have done that. Yeah. There should have been, there should have been more sex, but you know, Hey, that's just me. <laughs> 
Hey, oh, and I love to tell you whenever property is up for sale. So uh, you've got the chance to get the Golden Girls house. What's the Golden Girls, Jeff? Well, it's a TV show uh, that was on TV 100 years ago. And where the four ladies, uh, Rose, Blanche, Dorothy, and Sophia, remember Betty White was a part of it. Now, the actual Golden Girls, it was supposed to be that they were living in Florida, but uh, the actual house is in Brentwood, California. So it's going to be a little bit more expensive. Travel down the road and back again. Right. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a confidant. Classic, classic. Thank you for being a friend. I wonder how much uh, the guy that originally sang that song, Andrew Gold. Thank you for being a friend. Classic coming at you, Andrew Gold. Uh, thank you for being a friend. He had to. I mean, he just had to make a fortune. I hope he. I hope he got paid a fortune. I hope he's continuing to get paid a fortune for thank you for being a friend. But you can get the actual Golden Girls house. In Brentwood, California. Now, it's a 2,900-square-foot home. 2,900 square feet. Jeez. I mean, that's a garage in Texas. And uh, it has four bedrooms, three-and-a-half baths. In Brentwood, California, how much do you think you're dropping for that place? No, not 100000 Sorry, you're not getting it for 100000 Sorry. No, no, you're not getting it for, you're not getting it for 200,000. No, I mean, you might be able to get it in Miami. If it was the actual house in the actual place where the show was supposed to happen, you might be able to get it in Miami for 500,000. Brentwood, California, $3 million. (laughs) 2,900 square feet in Brentwood, California. Three million dollars. Wow. Uh, enjoy the house. I hope you get it. If you really want it, good for you. I hope you get it. Okay? Because, woof, woof. And I will say this. Uh, I, we, I think we talked a little bit about uh, Hallmark uh, getting backlash for not being LGBTQIA plus enough. But uh, that's uh, they caved. They uh, they bent the knee. They bent the knee because they now say our LGBTQIA plus down the alphabet storylines and characters uh, will be announced in the coming months, and we're going to be we're going to be so woke it's going to be that's not I mean uh, that's what I would have printed if I were Hallmark. We're going to be so woke that you won't be able to stand it. But we're going to have announcements of the LGBTQIA plus storylines and characters in the coming months. So, I mean, countdown to Christmas on the Hallmark Channel just got 
Download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts. All right. So there's a couple of stories we got to get to that I just, uh, I didn't get a chance to get to. Uh, a man and a woman uh, trying to beat the NYC heat over the weekend. Uh, apparently, the, the boyfriend, uh, his boat is broken down. Of course it is. Uh, you have a boat, one of the two best days, the day you buy it, the day you sell it. Um, but the boat's broken down. So he says, Hey, why don't we just float in the river in this big blow up swan I bought? And you know, the big, it's one of those big swans that you can see, you see at the, you know, Costco's or the Sam's, those monster swans and, uh, off they go. Their Saturday float on the East River. Now, apparently, uh, they don't like it on the East River in New York when you are floating in your giant swan floaty, getting into where heavy marine traffic is. Now, I would say, uh, I get to be in this river too. I mean, they can't get me up, can't get me out of here. I mean, we pay for this river too. And she even said the girlfriend, hey, we were wearing life vests. Uh, they brought paddles. They had to brought a blowhorn in case they had to signal approaching boats if necessary. They were prepared. But uh, apparently the fire department uh, said that uh, new. Uh, you can only enter water where swimming is permitted and lifeguards are on duty. Well, isn't the giant swan just like a boat? Apparently not. Not in New York. So uh, they... They got picked up by the fire department, of course, FDNY Marine 4. And then they were evaluated by EMS workers. They better not be charged for all of that, which you know they will be. So just a reminder, if you're going to go out in the East River of New York, don't do it in one of those big blow-up swans. Just don't do it. I told you earlier uh, in the week about uh, the Michigan jewelry store that was closing and uh, had buried all this jewelry around the state. And it talked about, uh, you know, you get a shot at the buried booty, according to the article for 49 bucks. And that hunt starts August 1st. And I thought, well, how is he, you know, 49 bucks for the hunt? Uh, you know, it's buried all over the state. What's going on? Well, so what I did, uh, is I actually went to, I don't know, the Facebook and website page. And I see how he's doing it. And I'm hoping to talk to him. I reached out to him, and one of his new people got back to me, and I'm hoping to talk to Jimmy uh, soon. And we'll find out how it's going, because they've got different hunts. All right, so you got to pay separately for each different hunt. The one that started October 1st, that was the one that was 49 bucks. Some of them cost a tad bit more uh, than, than $49. They're all freaking sold out. All of them. So he started a new one. He's got a new one, this Nuego County Quest. They're different counties in Michigan. And uh, so you get the uh, Nuego County Quest. Now, that one's not sold out yet. All right. So you can still get that. So you pay to do that, and you can hunt in the different counties. And you get to, they're all GPS. Uh, they start the hunt on the day they say they will start it with a prompt on your, on you, you know, on your phone, you know, with the, through their Facebook page, they give you clues. Uh, they don't want it. You have to work through puzzles and riddles. You, uh, they're telling you 
Never destroy property while working the quest. No unnecessary digging required. And X will always mark the spot. So each box in each county is worth about four grand. Now, if you could do them all and be the one to find them, you might, you know, that might be all right. But for 50 bucks, 50 to $100 to try to find a treasure that's worth 4000 that's worth it if you've got the time. Why not? So I'm hoping to, and this might actually be his new business. I've got to talk to him about it because he had to close his jewelry store because of the pandemic, right? He couldn't keep it open. So he's just going out, you know, this is the way to pay the bills and, you know, the finishing touches is to bury the jewelry and have people pay to try to find it and pay the bills. I wonder, this might be his new job, just uh, treasure hunts. So we'll see if Jimmy wants to do that. And we also have a story that talks about how uh, police are finally warning against being mask enforcers. Duh, no kidding. I am really tired of the mask Karens uh, and the mask. Look, if you go into a place and you're not wearing a mask, to be accosted by other employees and other people shopping there, shut up, shut up, go about your business. If I'm not wearing a mask and you're wearing a mask and we're shopping in the same store, you'll be okay. You'll be okay. Okay, yeah, you'll be okay. Now, a police uh, have told us that we finally have a police department, Summit County Sheriff's Office. It's not people's responsibility to be the mask police. Mind your own business, do your part, wear a mask. Thank you, Lieutenant Andrew Wright, Summit County Sheriff's Office. No telling, however, how long he will continue to have his job at the sheriff's department by telling people, hey, mind your own business. Just do your part and wear a mask. Okay? That'd be nice. And we also talk about what we would do if we found, uh, if we won the lottery. And that's someone's, someone always has that hope, right? Someone always has that hope if you're going to win the lottery. Well, Kansas City, Missouri, a woman won the lottery and there was a police officer that was shot uh, in the head earlier this month. And when she spent the $7 for a scratch-off ticket and won $100, her and her daughter decided to donate it to the family of this policeman. And I am in love with that. And it was a, a tremendous thing to do for the police officers. And, you know, had an opportunity to help the police officer have her daughter and her be a part of it. And I'm sure that if it was, and I don't want to ruin this, but probably will when I say, if it was more than $100, I'm not sure that she would have donated at all. They want 100 bucks. Oh, it's only 100 bucks. All right. We'll give it to the police officer's family, which was nice and wonderful. And I, I love her for it. And her daughter feels better about it. Good for them. But I'm guessing that had that scratch-off been, let's say, for, I don't know, 100000 50000 $25,000. Are you giving that to the policeman's family? Probably not. But I don't want to spoil the good things, so good for them. 
Congratulations. Thanks for being nice. We appreciate it. Okay? Thank you. And I'll leave you today with, uh, well, I've got two two little quotes. You know, I'll, I'll just leave you with the one. This from uh, the Royal Butler, who we've talked to on the show. And this is his Twitter account. And he posts, you Wait, know, thoughts it, and ideas show over? and comments. I'm sorry? Is the show over? Why? You got something else you want to add? I I thought you were going to go like to me and say, hey, Chris, you have any stories you would like to talk about? Uh, all right. Well, hold on. Before We'll just, you know, I won't do the Royal Butler quote okay. until the end. Okay. All right. So just. So I want to I want to leave today with a quote from the Royal Butler, who's been on this show. But I don't want to do that yet because I was wondering if Chris, uh, do you have any stories that you wanted to talk about today? No, I don't have any stories. But thank you for asking. If it's a segment, if this is a segment that you would like me to prepare, I will make sure to have stories for you. You know what? You know what? Yes. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. Always, always have stories prepared at the ready. Well, I do. I just, that was always. Just I figured you would like to know. I don't have a, uh, a story, but I do have a story. Did you see the late? Oh, oh so now you do. Yeah, I do. It just popped okay. up like a fart. Um, did you see the lady at the Panera Bread saying, I won't stop, I will not wear a mask because pants don't hold farts? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she says, Yes. Uh, masks won't stop COVID since pants don't contain farts. That is but a they, sound logic. But not really. What? Not really. But if you think pants, about it, Pants do contain the farts. They just don't contain the smell. They don't contain the fart. Because, and but that's nice double layered. Not only you have a, a fitted underwear, you have a very tight pants. If you're a lady, you're wearing those tight jeans. If you're a dude, yeah. you got some loose going on, but it's pretty tight fitted. And the wife pointed that out that if pants can't keep the fart in, what makes a mask that as soon as you put on, if you're a, a younger lady, you know, with a skinny face, it just crumples up and there's holes everywhere. So I'm yeah, especially with this like lady. If, if you haven't brushed your teeth, it's going to smell through the mask. Yes. Like, you know what? She's I right. I love this lady. She's right. This is sound logic. This is yes, very right. sound logic. Now, the next one I have for you, Jim, oh, boy. is yeah. do you follow TikTok? Oh, do I? You know I do. I mean, I have a phone that's supposed to, well, I mean, I asked for it to be deleted off the phone, and I guarantee. She did it, right? Guarantee that that has not happened yet. Can so you, there's TikTok in my house. Oh, there's yes. TikTok in your house. So you know TikTok, and you know the this one, you know, because I believe this is the same person that I has played tic- a TikTok video to start the show. Oh, yeah, you do have a TikTok. You're uh-huh. right. But there was another one that uh, you know the the same person that has a TikTok in your house also is in love with Hamilton, correct? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Give me one second. And she was all she was in fact was happy because she had uh, the one Hamilton performer put her. I don't think it was a TikTok. I think it was an Instagram on her story. Nice. You know, so she was all happy about that. Yeah. Okay. So, and you know the the main song 
you know, Alexander Hamilton from the song, right? I know all the freaking songs. Okay. I, I want to play, play this for you. I want to play this for you. I got to stop and think about it. I know every freaking thing about okay. Hamilton. Here we go. About every story. Yes, I know them. How is a genius immunologist, grad of Cornell with a doctorate, dropped in the middle of a pandemic, yet stopped by the president for all of the press he did, cause tantrums from a toddler, Trump facts from a scholar, they call him the mass king, the duke of distancing, why aren't we listening to someone of his stature and positioning, it's sickening, this is what physicians do, all disaster movies start with a scientist no one listens to, he was awarded the presidential medal of freedom, the highest honor at the charge against Ebola and Zika, he makes me dreamy, looks sleazy, Dr. House, he can keep up, he has the hottest body of work. What's your name, man? Dr. Anthony Fauci. My name is Dr. Anthony Fauci. And there's a million things I haven't cured. But just you wait, just you wait. Dr. Anthony Fauci. It's awesome. That's great. Isn't that amazing? That's awesome. I love it. Now, Dr. Dr. Anthony Fauci is being wrong, too. But Oh, yeah, like that. every time? But ignore that. But this is a fantastic remade of Hamilton. Dr. Anthony Fauci. So who is doing that? This is one of the guys from, his name is Scott. Let me double check. Yeah, Scott Hoyning. He's one of the guys from Pentatonix, the acapella group. Yes. And it's a pretty good video. I'll make sure to tweet it out. Um, to send you the link so you could tweet it out because it's a oh yeah boy do I want to do that or you could just go to at real Chris Chris from retweeter because I put this you is could funny. do that too yeah you could do that yeah. and mean, that's it that's all I have for you <sighs> how is a genius immunologist <laughs> is there anything else that uh, you have on your plate today or I don't. I don't. I okay. talked about farts and Darn Dr. the luck. Oh, big shout out to the Bubblehead oh. Hall of Fame. I just yeah. got the Dr. Fauci Bubblehead. Nice. Yesterday, but it got stolen by Chad Pre Preacher, Preacher, whatever his what? name is. Yeah. So I have to get it back. It got stolen from Chad Prather. He saw me at the studios picking it up and he took it and he was going to do something with it. And I told him to bring it back. But Matt shout out. That's at the bullshit was our show not his screw him okay get him on the phone right now okay you know what i will get him on the phone i want chad on the phone right now genius immunologist grad of cornell with the doctorate dropped in the middle of the pandemic yeah i like that i like the chorus of it dr anthony fauci all right, I'm going to leave you with the uh, the quote from the Royal Butler uh, under the hashtag Life Lessons. Ladies and gentlemen, the sheep will spend its entire life fearing the wolf only to be eaten by the shepherd. Now, this, is, this line is for me. Think about it. 